On this episode, we recap the 2023 Winter Classic in Batesville, Mississippi. You'll get to hear from a good number of guests that we chatted with there at the Civic Center. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Hey everyone, Alan Gingrich here and welcome to the podcast. We're going to talk about the uh, Winter Classic, kind of do a recap here. Uh, this year we had the 36th annual Winter Classic. It's our 11th year at Batesville. That's hard to believe, but it's already been 11 years. Um, uh, Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday, they had some warm-up hunts as we has been tradition there. Uh, this year, uh, they had a huge rainstorm on Wednesday night, but even then they still ended up with 60 entries on Wednesday very well supported. Uh, we have uh, an added purse that is sponsored by Yukonuba. That's $1,000. And on Wednesday night with uh, those 60 entries, the winners split $576. Uh, that event was sponsored by or hosted by the Mississippi State Association. Then on Thursday night, the weather was perfect for hunting and and they ended up with 159 entries on that. And that's actually a record. It's up seven dogs as compared to last year's record number. So 159 on Thursday there. And the winners split $790 in that warm-up slam on, on Thursday night. But you can see all those results if you go to our website. Uh, you can see all the, the warm-up hunts uh, results for that. All the winners, cast winners, and everyone. The Civic Center in Batesville has turned out to be a great venue for its headquarters, but equally important, Batesville and the surrounding areas have proven to be a great place to hold a, a hunt, especially during this time of year, for sure. Generally, we utilize three area clubs as satellites, but this year we were able to have guides for all casts using only two of those satellite clubs. That was Vardaman, Mississippi, and Marianne, Arkansas is what we ended up using. Uh, we also obviously use the guides from the local Enid Lake Coon Hunters Club, but they all go off the grounds there. Uh, we've always used Winona as well, but this year the walk-up entries brought us a whole lot more hunting guides than we anticipated, and we needed uh, quite a few less uh, non-hunting guides. Uh, uh, therefore, we didn't use Winona on either Friday or Saturday night. But, uh, uh, but thanks again to each one of those clubs who support the Winter Classic with non-hunting guides as needed. We appreciate them immensely. Uh, it's always good to work with them. We compiled some uh, statistics related to hunt scoring at the 2023 Winter Classic, and I'd like to sh mention some of those fun facts here uh, before we get into some of our uh, chats that we had with some of our guests there that we got on, the, on this episode. So first, uh, all advanced entries are pre-drawn to scorecards prior to the event, making our confirmation cast call-out process at the event much more efficient. Uh, generally, we end up with approximately 12 to 15 percent of the advanced entry that doesn't end up showing up for whatever reason. Uh, we don't have a waitlisted entry or, or waitlisted uh, uh, entry anymore. And waitlisted entries are, are uh, dogs or entries that we don't pre-draw. We pre-draw used to pre-draw most of them, 
And then the rest, we'd, we'd leave a certain number for waitlisted entries. We need those to fill up any of those no-shows I mentioned so we don't send out two and three dog casts and things of that nature. Uh, but now we do allow walk-ups for the last couple of years now, and that has worked out uh, pretty well. So we do have on-grounds walk-ups that we utilize to fill up those pre-drawn no-shows. So some numbers here, 587 advanced hunt entries this year, uh, 181 on-grounds walk-up entries. That totaled 768 total entries over the two nights. We had a total of 161 casts that actually hunted over those two nights. 15 of those uh, were ended up being dead casts over the two nights, with a total of 146 came back with a plus point cast winner. For the record, 155 of those casts had plus points recorded on their scorecards. You cannot beat that. That is pretty, pretty, pretty good. It's very good. Anywhere in the country, for that matter. Uh, according to the judges' scorecard notes, those casts saw a grand total of 528 raccoons. That's an average of 3.27 uh, per cast. The scorecards reflected that the grand total of raccoons actually scored was 459 that the dogs were scored on. 459. That's an average of 2.85 per cast. And when that, with that average, that, that uh, considers the, all of the 161 total casts. So let's talk some uh, percentages here for just a minute. 90.7% of all casts came back with a plus point cast winner. 90, 90%, 90.7. 94.4% of all casts scored on coons and recorded plus points on this card. These numbers would be uh, dang good anywhere in the country, really. According to uh, statistics from the 1990 World or Winter Classic, this uh, number was, then was closer to 52%. So for whatever reason, just that just uh, speaks volumes for the hunting in the Batesville area for sure. While I have the opportunity here, a shout out to the judges we selected and all the handlers. Uh, I'm only aware of two questions that were brought back to the officials throughout the whole weekend. That's just incredible and really speaks volumes for all the judges and the handlers. So thanks to everybody there. So some show numbers here. 269 total entries. This includes Friday's registered pairs and top 10, and then Saturday's champions and grands. The top 10 show paid out a total of $15,000 to its breed winners, $2,000 to each breed winner, and then an additional $1,000 to the overall winner. And our congratulations to the overall winner, Skyline's Push My Luck. That's a red bone that is owned by Beth Jenkins of Virginia. So as far as results go, you can go to UKC's website to see all the winners from this year's Winter Classic hunts and shows. And that also includes cast winners who did not place as well as all Breed Association male and female award winners. I'd like to uh, just give thanks to uh, a couple of our uh, volunteers and, and our help. Our field reps, Alan Kalal, Doug Cundiff, Curtis Sparks, Philip Foster, Jamie Estep, Mark Vest, Brandon Scalf, and Alan Roberts. Uh, they all helped us out down there, and it takes a it takes a big team to make a big event like this work. But those are just some of the folks that always help us, and we appreciate them immensely. Uh, local guide coordinator Ronnie Stark, he's our local go-to guy, does a whole lot for us. Thanks to Ronnie. Our satellite clubs: David Pratt with the Winona Club, Darren Tedder with the Vardaman Club, Philip Heron with the Mariana Club, and as well as all hunting and non-hunting guides that we had there. Sure, thank all of you. Um, uh, thanks all to all the hunting judges as well that were selected that we use there. And uh, 
And for, as well as for the show judges, Rodney and Mary Bergbauer and Catherine Baxter, who is the third judge in Friday evening's feature, uh, the Top Ten Invitational. I want to thank all the participants who came this year. I want to thank our sponsors, GT's Feed and Hunting Supply, Bright Eyes Lights, Mule Brand Gear and Apparel, Oakey Dog Supply, Timber Creek Dog Supply, Kelly's K-Light, Nightlight Company, Gun Dog Supply, and Juan Hunting Supply. Thank you all. Alan, we both had Daltra Pathfinder 2s now for a little while. What do you think about yours? I'm liking mine. One of the things I had the opportunity to now download a map of an area where I did not have service, and I've used it there, and it has worked flawlessly. I love it. Yeah, I love the crystal clear maps. I love that I never lose reception on my dog's collars anymore. Highly recommended by me as well. Dogtra Pathfinder 2, the official GPS collar of UKC. All right, kicking off our interviews, we're going to start with uh, Nicole Sedlecki sitting down with our overall bench show winner. On Friday and Saturday afternoon, about the time the shows wrap up each day, I'm always busy in the hunt office, so I asked Nicole to uh, interview our winner, and that was Megan Perez from Missouri. So here's Nicole and Megan. I am here with Megan Perez, the owner, handler, breeder, I'm assuming. Actually, Leslie Brooks is the breeder of... I call him Marshall. Marshall? But he is a grandpup to my old girl dog, so I'm so stoked about that. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so it feels really good. <laughs> yeah, and the dog that we're talking about is champion All-American Western Justice, uh -huh. um, Marshall, as you call him. Yeah. And he won the, the show here at Winter Classic from the champion class. Yes. Um, tell me a little bit about, about Marshall. So... Um, he came from Leslie Brooks as a puppy. Um, I was su super stoked that she actually offered a puppy out of that cross to me because she got a male who was off of one of the first crosses I ever made on Girl, which that's All-American uh, Dream Girl. She was the 2020 World, world Show Champion. World Champion winner, yeah. Um, and that, that was the first cross, and it's Wyatt was his daddy. So she bred him, and she offered me a puppy off of that cross, and that's how I obtained Marshall. And he actually uh, has been the breed winner at the world uh, this this past year. Mm -hmm. um, so he's I think he's got a good um, show career ahead of him, so I'm pretty excited. How old is Marshall? <laughs> um, he is two. So. He's two he's, years yeah, old so and already has a couple really big wins underneath his belt. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited <laughs> to How have fun. I have been wanting a very nice male dog, a walker male dog for so long. Um, Cause I, you typically show females, is that right? Or well, your big winners tend to be females? Yes, <laughs> and and I don't really like females. Everybody who knows me knows that cause every time a big show comes around, they come in heat and I've always wanted a really nice male dog, but I'm so picky and mm -hmm. finally I have them. <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, how you ended up having girl in the world show in 2020 is it not yes yeah because uh, you you're the the dog you were going to show or you're planning to show she came into here yes that's exactly right <laughs> i remember that <laughs> so finally i actually have a male dog that i am so excited about and it's been years since i've even had a male dog that i was pretty content with and mm -hmm. i and i love this one so <laughs> um you are no newbie to to the winner circle. Um, tell me what it is you're talking about being picky. Um, 
what is what is it that you look for in in a dog and the dogs that you're showing um i the angulation is a big thing um confidence in the ring um i really love a dog that loves the show um and that pretty much is Marshall. I mean, he, I love that there's no twisting, there's no turning, there's no buckling. Um, and I can't, I can't pick at him and he's got it all. He's the perfect package and he loves it. And that's huge to me because if a dog loves to do it, you know, it makes it that much better. And it actually calms my nerves. When I went out there for champion male, um, I was shaken when I went in there. And then when I got him up on the bench and he stood really perfect for me I was like okay now I could breathe and calm down for a minute so, and as long as I've been doing it I have no idea why I still get nervous and I shake. was just about to say I was like you were out there shaking yes I was my when as soon as I went in there my hands were shaking I'm like why am I doing this but it's so much better when you have a dog that's just like does it like that and loves yeah it, you know so for sure especially with um you know, some of these big shows and winter classic, I mean, there are a lot of distractions. There are kids all over just with squallers and duck calls and yeah. there's, you know, doors opening and things slamming and having a rock solid dog is, I mean, it's what you need to come to these big shows yeah. and expect to get something, right? Yes. And it's, it's really hard to get both, to get one that really can focus and stay like that and then get on the ground and be so happy and just you know, and uh, have it all. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Have it all. Yes. So I, I am pretty happy with them. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if I'm being biased, but I mean, structurally, um, I think that he's pretty, pretty good. Well, <laughs> there's been, um, judges to, to, you know, say the same. So that's good. <laughs> how you. did you, how did you get into, um, how did you get into showing? Um, hounds? my mom and dad, um, coon hunted when when I was basically when I was born I was growing up into it and um they wouldn't let me go when I was little and I couldn't even read yet so when I got the coon hound bloodlines I seen all the wind picks and I seen them on the bench and I'm like oh I can try to do this so that's kind of how I started into the bench showing so I've been doing it all my life so um was, and you still get nervous and, and shake when yes you're I have no <laughs> idea why but um, it means a lot to me so I think that's probably why I guess it never gets old <laughs> I'm going to just give a little shout out to um, the dog truck commercial that Alan's voice is in, the butterflies. And he's talking about if you don't get the butterflies, you know, when you go out on a hunt, then yeah. you're probably not, you're not at the level that you need yeah. to be, at least. You've lost the passion. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was awesome. Thank you so much, Megan. And um, yeah, thanks for making it here and congratulations on your Winter Classic win. Thank you. And thank you guys for putting on a wonderful event. You're, you're too kind. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Thanks. You too. I did my first interview with our field rep, Curtis Sparks and Garrett Fender. Curtis Sparks of North Carolina is one of our field reps and always brings a friend or one of his son-in-laws to the events with him. who are always willing to help judge or anything they can do to help us out. This year, Curtis, is, or Curtis brought his son-in-law, Garrett Fender, and this happened to be Garrett's first ever winter classic. So I was interested in hearing what Garrett thought of the event. Here's Curtis and Garrett. Good afternoon, fellas. How are you, Curtis? I'm good. How are you? Hey, how about you, Garrett? I'm doing well. Good, yeah. So we've kind of got things set up here on Thursday and kind of goofing off and don't have anything better to do, so I'm going to talk a little bit. Uh, Curtis, you're one of our field reps here. How long have you been a field rep? About eight years. Yeah. Yeah, so I know it, time just flies. It doesn't seem like it's been that long for me, but uh, 
But uh, you used to come to the Winter Classic in Albany. Do you remember your first time you ever went to the Winter Classic? Uh, I don't remember what year it was, but I remember going the first time. Yeah. As, did you go to a bunch of them over there in Albany? Uh, four or five of those. Yeah. What about hunting dogs? You ever hunt dogs in them? Yes. Yeah. I went to uh, the little club there in Florida, and I went to Alabama there a couple oh, yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. I remember we used to send dogs down there to Florida now that you mentioned that. Yep. But uh, so you've hunted in both. Have you, you've hunted here in Batesville as well. How how do you uh, what do you think about the hunting here? I liked where we went to. We went down here, went south a little bit, and I drew out with uh, Jacob Barton, and uh, we had a good hunt. A lot of water, more than we're used to where we live, but we had a good time, and it it was pretty good hunting. I thought. Yeah, Jacob is from Kentucky, so he was he's probably got somebody here that a buddy or something that guides him. Uh, yeah, so, uh, but the last couple of years we put you to work here. You've been a master hounds down at, what is it, Vardaman? Vardaman. Vardaman, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they always provide us a good bunch of judge or guides uh, out of Vardaman, Mr. Uh, Tedder down there. But, uh, yeah, I just talked to him today, and he said if we get in a pinch, he's got a couple more guides for us. So he's always, he's always a big help. But uh, I don't know that I have uh, ever seen him up here, but we always just talk on the phone. He's always so helpful to How's he been for you guys to work with down there? Good. When I when I went down there, there I don't know all of them by name yet, but yeah, they're they're real nice and they seem to want to help. Yeah, and uh, they they do real good for what's down there. You know, people enjoy the hunting. That's, yeah, that's I think come in. They provide about as many non hunting guides for us out of uh, as as any club here, and and. Uh, uh, they can get us up to eight or ten if we need them this weekend again. So that's always good. Yes, sir. Seems right. like it seems like Mr. Tedder always comes through for us. But uh, yeah, so last year you were at Vardaman. We're going to send you down there again here this weekend. Uh, Master nope. Hounds down there at the Satellite Club. I'd be glad to go down there. I enjoyed yeah. myself down there. I yeah. Sure so did. you help us out at other events too, the TOC, uh, the Autumn Oaks, and the World Championship, obviously. But this is different than Autumn Oaks. But man, it's a good different. I think so. It's, uh, I can come here, you know, and hunt a couple nights, and then warm up slams. You're talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then do our part that we do, and. And I, I just enjoy myself, no matter which one I go to. Yeah. I, I like it. That's why I do it. Yeah, most times when you come to our events, you always bring somebody with you. There's Bucky Pack or one of your son-in-laws. This weekend, you brought Garrett Fender with you. And I'm surprised, Garrett. I, I've seen you at a bunch of our hunts, but you said this is your first time ever at the Winter Classic. Yeah, it sure is. What do you think of Batesville I, here? I like it. I think it's, it's neat. It's all together, and everything's right here. You don't have to go far to go eat or wherever you need to go it's just right here in one place did you ever see pictures of it or did you have any idea of what the facility looked like or yeah i've seen pictures growing up in magazines yeah. and online facebook stuff like that yeah it's real neat i was excited i got to come this year yeah it's kind of cool to sit up here in the bleachers top towards the top of the concourse you can just kind of see everything you know where today's thursday as we're recording this so uh, most of the vendors are here and most everything's set up we're still waiting for a couple of vendors to come in but uh Man, when it starts packing up with people tomorrow morning, it'll it'll start buzzing and things will start happening. It's pretty cool to sit up there and just just look around. Did you hunt? Uh, see, last night, Wednesday night, uh, they had a warm up uh, slam here and it thundered and rained and man, that kind of hurt them last night a little bit. But uh, 
they still hunted 60 dogs. I thought you were going to hunt last night. Well, I was, but my pup, this is the first time she ever. I think the thunder had more to do about uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> well, she never even been hauled in the daylight until two nights ago. So, uh, yeah. two, two days, yeah. yeah we, she's still young, so she's learning. So, you're not hunting in the slam tonight either? Right? No, no, I'm hunting or not. Oh, are you? Yeah. yeah. Yep, I'm hunting or not. Yeah, so they have a $1,000 added purse that they have. And then last night, they still drew 60 entries, so that was pretty good. It was. But about the time the hunters went out, man, it was coming down sideways and thundering. And I think they yeah, had 60 dogs, so 15 casts. And they all scored on a coon, except I think they had three dead casts last night. But it looks like the weather is going to be really nice tonight. And I'll, I bet they'll double that tonight, probably. But even last night with 60 entries, they, had, uh, they split 576 bucks last night. That's good. Yeah. Real good. Yeah, so so have you have you probably never hunted around here or anything like that either then? No, I haven't. Anywhere close? Nope. I guess Georgia over, uh, I guess that'd be the closest. Was it Comer? That'd probably be the closest yeah. I've ever been to here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's a long ways. <laughs> Pretty flat here. Yeah. Not far off the big river here. So, yeah, they've got a bunch of rain, you know, around here. So it's going to be a little wet around here, I'd say. But hopefully you'll like it. Hopefully it'll do good. Oh, yeah. See what happens. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. Well, we're going to put your father-in-law to work for most of the weekend. We'll give him a break tonight still, but then... Uh, he needs to be put to work. Yeah. Are you going to hunt the Winter Classic, too? We'll see Friday what happens, Saturday. maybe. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Well, hey. Appreciate you coming. Good luck. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Thank you. David Gilman and Misty Yarrington are a farming couple from Illinois. We see them at most every one of our major events with their black and tans and they're just a good example of many of the fine folks involved in our sport. They have some good, uh, good coon hounds, and they certainly do their fair share of winning in both the hunts and the shows. Misty was a little hesitant, but I uh, talked them both into joining me for a little chat in the podcast booth. Here's David and Misty. Well, hey, folks. How are you doing this afternoon, David? Doing good. Yeah. Misty, David Gilman, Misty Yarrington. How long have you been here? Just get here today? We came in yesterday, actually. Oh, did you? Mm -hmm. I saw you last night, actually. This yeah. is Thursday, uh, but I did see, I think, uh, well, it was down on the floor, maybe. Where, did you walk in, or did you hunt in the hunt last night? Yeah. Did you? hunted okay. in the slam last yeah. night. Yeah. So Got wet with everybody else. Yeah. Did you do any good, or what? Yeah. Did you? I actually won my cast. I oh, yeah. had a good time. You do pretty, you always seem to do pretty good down here, don't you? It's good hunting down here. Yeah. So, let's talk about winter cloud. You've, you uh uh batesville here this weekend but uh you you uh went over to albany when we had it in albany yep well oh, what but what year would you say was your first year probably about 92 oh yeah yep yeah so you've been going for a while yeah what dogs would you been hunting back then in those days no well, in those days good ones better than today or, or? <laughs> well they're you know hit and miss sometimes you have a really good one and sometimes you don't yeah yeah. Uh, I had a dog uh, called Gilman's Grinder back in the mid to late 90s. We hunted it in Albany, Georgia, and uh, showed a dog by the name of uh, Gilman's uh, Nitro. He did a lot of winning in the shows. Yeah. Grandpa Marie Smith showed him quite a bit, and, and I did some hunting with some other hunting dogs that he had then. It was a long trip, but we always had a good time. It was always warm down there versus Illinois. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's uh, southern Georgia. I've been there when it was cold, too, though. I remember one year, about my second or third year, it was icy. I had serious ice storms, but a lot of times it was, you know, 70, and that was 
and and I've hunted down there before. I worked at UKC in the I'd say, you know, I never went there for the hunting, but it was always good to get out of northern Indiana, go down there where it was a little warmer, you know. And I remember one of the first times uh, 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 hunting out there and that stuff, step in what looked like a water puddle to me, and down you go. I guess that's what they call gator holes. <laughs> yeah. But, one guy told me one night, first time I'd ever hunted down there, he said, uh, you got your frog legs on? I said, yeah, I got a brand new pair. He said, well, you just will leave them at the truck and put some tennis shoes on because yeah. he said you're going to go over them. And, yeah. and we did, but we dried out and yeah. we treed some coons yeah. down there too. Yeah. yeah. So you, you've hunted both places. What, uh, how do you like to, how would you, how would you rate the hunting here? Or what, how would you describe it here? Well, some of the hunting around Batesville, you get into some hardwood timber versus not really a, you can get into solid pines, but over there in Albany, we had a lot of problems with uh, clear cuts, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of brush. And off and on, you draw a good cast or a good guide, yeah. but, but sometimes not. But here, it seems like pretty consistent around these lakes and wherever you go within about an hour of Batesville, it seems like the hunting's really good. Yeah. Lacoon population's great. Yeah. So what has been some of your highlights throughout the years at Winter Classic as far as placements and things like that any any that stand out to you that were like special to you maybe well you know sometimes some of them are more than others but uh just the people i've met down here was a real real neat stuff you know getting to know other people in different area of the country yeah and uh it was really nice down here and you see a lot of the same folks come year after year yeah Uh, from all over really yeah yeah yeah, last night in there at the Slam, I seen a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, four hundred miles from the house, and you still know them. Yep, yep. You know, Misty, you were never in Albany, but you've been here a bunch, and you've had a lot of success here too. What uh, I have. Yeah. What do you think about the Winter Classic? Is you one of those one of those events? It's different than Autumn Oaks. It's different than any of our other events, and for me, it's always just a fun one. It is. It's. It has a different atmosphere about it. It's. We have a little more time to get to talk to people here than versus Autumn Oaks or Grand American. It seems to be a little busier there. So this is a little nicer. We get to spend a lot more time with our friends. We don't see that often. Yeah. Yeah. You've, uh, I, I know you've done a, a plenty of, or a bunch of winning anyways. You brought, always bring some nice dogs down here and seems like you always do well here. I've actually got a dog with you here right now. He's better behaved than mine would be which one is this <laughs> this is monkey uh she is a pup out of hank she's 13 months old so i just brought her up to get her used to the building oh well she's yeah she's better <laughs> behaved than my five <laughs> and six year old paper name is uh driving me coconuts uh, driving me coconuts. yeah she can be a handful <laughs> yeah she so, drives her nuts most days <laughs> yeah so what what dogs did you bring to show uh i have hank and i have her and then I have Hank's littermate sister Stella for the top ten. Oh yeah, yeah, that top ten is going to be a fun one. I think t- tomorrow that's going to happen Friday night. But that's going to be fun. You just have the one dog in the top ten. Uh, two, Hank two? and Stella. Oh, Hank and Stella. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're littermates. Yeah, well, congratulations. That's uh, that's uh, it, we Trevor and I did a podcast on just on the top ten, and we looked at some of the the uh the points it took used to take to get into the top 10 and what it's looking like in the last couple of years and it's it's higher than it used to be so. yeah it's getting tougher every yeah. year it's yeah. almost double on the bottom yeah. dog for yeah. our breed yeah 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 so uh what uh 
what is it about the the the, uh, the or uh, about uh, Batesville here that you like the best? Is it the shows? Is it the people? Is it the place? Is it what is it? Uh, I like the people in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. It's the the facility here is different, you know. And I remember it, when we first is. came to look it at is. this building. I thought, man, if we can, I was a little concerned to be honest. You know, I thought mm -hmm. maybe it was a little too much. And these stairs get you get tired after, especially <laughs> old man like me, you know. Yeah. But uh, after the weekend, but it's it's kind of cool to be. It's just different, I guess. It, it's different than any other setup of the yeah. show you'll or hunt across the country. Yeah. So back home, uh, I know you do a lot of the showing and everything. Do you do you hunt with David too, Misty? Or mm -hmm, I do. Yeah, I have a puppy right now. Um, she's eight months old. So hopefully, get her in the hunts yeah. eventually. Well, your girls used to we used to see them at the youth hunts, and and Trevor's done the last couple of years. Are they still involved, or they've kind of? Are uh, they? No, they've kind of. They're all in college now oh, and starting yeah. to get their own families going. So yeah. they've they've. We have one that's starting to kind of come back, but yeah, so far they're just kind of doing their own thing now. Yeah, well, good deal. It's so. a busy time in their life now, you know. Yeah. But they're coming back. Yeah. And <laughs> then some of the future son-in-laws are wanting to actually go coon hunting with me, and I thought, well, boy, this could be a double-edged sword, but <laughs> they they enjoy it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're having fun with that, too. What are you hunting down here this weekend? I hunted a young dog last night, a young pup. That's uh, about 15 months old out of roll. And I uh, got his first cast win last night. And I'm going to hunt him again tonight in the slams. And then we're going to hunt roll Friday night and Saturday night yeah. for the big hunt. Yeah. Good deal. So, well, hey, I don't uh, want to take any more of your time, but I appreciate you both taking the time out here and talking to us. So good luck. And Always thank a pleasure. Yeah. Anytime. Well, hey, thanks for coming. We appreciate you guys and supporting our events. And thanks for coming. Good luck and have fun this weekend. Thank you. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Austin Lane is a younger guy from Toledo, Illinois. He's one we use a lot to judge when he's able to. Uh, he and his dad, Tony, come to a good many of our major events and always carry a pretty solid hound to hunt as well. Austin and I talked about the dogs they brought to the Classic this year, as well as his thoughts on good judging. Check it out. Hey, Austin, how are you today? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I kind of pulled you in here. We're Saturday here at the Winter Classic. Uh... Yeah, so what? Uh, you, this you, I see you down here at the Winter Classic in Batesville. The last I don't know how many years, but what brings you down here every year, year after year? I I just enjoy coming down here. Uh, good hunting, and I just get out of the cold from home. Where is home? Uh, Toledo, Illinois. Yeah, so you're up there in the farm country, flat country for the most part, right? Yes, sir. How would you compare the hunting uh, here versus home? Um, a lot of my hunting is clean timber. And down here, you got a lot of uh, scrub brush. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the, uh, this year they've had a bunch of rain down here. So you hunted, did you hunt in any of the slams or not? Yes, I hunted Thursday night. Thursday. And then last night, then Friday night in the, in the Winter Classic. But did you get in a bunch of water or wet stuff this year? Or? Uh, Thursday night, I got into a little bit of water over in the Delta Bottom. Oh, yeah. So you hunted off the grounds last night? Yes. Too? Last night, you did too? Yeah. So uh, tell us about your hunt. You ended up placing fifth uh, registered Friday night with a little dog of Polly. But first, tell us about uh, how your hunt went. Oh, we we started out pretty good. I mean, I she dropped in there about six hundred, treat a coon, and dropped in there about another nine hundred, treat another coon, and uh, I mean, 
that was, I mean, I, other dogs made some trees, but they did I mean, I yeah. had another dog tree two coons, but I mean, I out, she outstruck them. Yeah. So what'd you end up with a score? 350 or something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 350. Yeah, and that was good enough for fifth place. So yeah, that's pretty good. So what is Polly? What 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 is she? She is a dog off of a trigger man. She's she's a year old. She's uh she actually she belongs to my dad. I mean, and uh she's just a nice little young female. Trigger man is that's the dog that Jake uh uh Jake Moore was hunting there for a while. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, John John Strickland and uh, Ashley Octave, I know. Yeah, him. yeah, he got run over here about a year or so ago. Or he, he, yeah, yeah, got yeah, hit by a car. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I remember when that. I was, I was I've never hunted with the dog, but her, he's pretty nice. So I've judged, yeah. I judged him twice. Oh yeah, that. So you raised this dog and everything, or what? Yeah, I yeah. bought her not this autumn oaks, but last autumn oaks yeah. as a puppy over there. Yeah, well, the weather's been pretty good here this weekend. You know, it can be anything this time of year. Middle of February can be anything, but this week is great for hunting, isn't it? Yes, it is nice down here. Wednesday, it, they had a torrential downpour on Wednesday, but uh, but beyond that. But, yeah, I had a good crowd here yesterday and everything, so, yeah, pretty pretty dang good for uh, uh, placing top top 10 and registered. Uh, Donkey is a dog that everybody knows you're usually hunting in these hunts, but he was here. Some, somebody else was hunting him, right? Yeah. My, uh, my stepbrother, I had him hunting her, him cause he, he knows him and he, he don't know her. Oh yeah. Yeah. He didn't do any good. He blew out of pocket. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh boy. And I saw your dad down here too. Is he hunting as well? No, he just, he's a, well, he's my truck man. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Austin, I want to ask you, we use you a whole lot to judge whatever events, whether you're hunting or sometimes even, even, uh, non-hunting or whatever. But, uh, and I've been with you, we used you at autumn Oaks in the finals one time, probably one of the first times I saw you judge. And I know Doug Cundiff was really high on, you got to use Austin he's, and, and I like the way you took control of that cast. That yeah. What do you, what makes a good judge? Well, I mean, myself, I just, I don't let it get out of hand. I mean, you got to keep it under control and, and you got to know the rules. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I mean, don't second guess yourself. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you know it's wrong, I mean, just, I mean, minus it. And yeah. I mean, people, I mean, they're going to start yelling at you. Yeah. Just just basically ignore them and just go on keep keep control of things and yeah yeah i mean don't well don't want people get under you out there i yeah. mean because i mean i mean you know how, i mean you're out there for hunting for like autumn oaks i yeah. mean you're out there for that i mean be the grand champion over yeah. there i mean they're out there i mean they're out there to win and i mean they're gonna you do i mean you minus them and they're gonna unless it's i mean they're yeah. gonna Oftentimes I've found already, you know, that if, if you have a judge that's a little wishy-washy or kind of quick just to kind of wait on everybody else to make their own calls as far as telling me when to minus it, oftentimes that doesn't work that. It's nice, but it oftentimes doesn't work that well, does no. it? If you're a judge, just do your job. You're judging the dogs. You, you, do, you do the job. That's yeah. the way I've always looked at it. Seems like it always works, uh, probably works the best, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what uh, any game plan? So you got a cast win tonight. So uh, double cast winners, you know, they're in the running for the triple crown. What do you? She's looking pretty good. You think? Feel pretty confident for tonight? I honestly, yes. I mean, this little dog. I mean, I mean, I got right now. I mean, I got to thank my dad a lot. I yeah. mean, I mean, he's he's put a whole winner on her, and I mean, I mean, I mean, knock, knocking on wood. I mean, she just when she trees, she just got coons. Yeah. I yeah. mean, she's a nice little unit. 
And we appreciate you guys coming down here year after year and coming to these events. It's always good to see you, and thanks for stopping in here and uh, and talking a little bit. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I've been coming down here five, six years now. I'm finally got in the top ten. Well, there you go. Congratulations, <laughs> man. Thank you. Ed Hillenbrand from Sydney, Ohio, is one of the veterans in the sport. He's one of those in his early 70s, but still out there enjoying a little competition. He was at the Classic with his Grand Knight black and tan hound he calls Tex. Ed is one of those glass half full guys and always good to chat with. Here's Mr. Hillenbrand. Mr. Hillenbrand, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing fine. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. We don't see you down here in Batesville very much. I guess this is maybe, what, your second or third time you've been this here? This is my second year in Batesville. Yeah, last year was the first year. Last year here. was my first year. Yeah. What do you think of Batesville down here? I like the town. The people are friendly. It's just southern hospitality. It gets us out of some of the cold weather enjoy mississippi yeah you know speaking of cold weather and you know getting out of that or whatever that's kind of how albany used to be did you ever go to the winter classic down there when it was no in Georgia? i did not you didn't okay no. so you never okay yeah so this is i think the 11th year already that we've been over here but yeah. this is a little bit different setup than you see at most coon hunts you know it's under in the civic center everything's kind of under under one roof for the most part we had the big dog barns just in the you know across the driveway but uh the facilities are great. Yeah, it's kind of nice to get inside. And today it's not the, you know, the weather can be anything here, but today it's it's very, very nice. It's not yeah, it warm, is. warm, but it's not cold either. It's you great know? hunting weather. Yeah. So speaking of hunting, uh, are, did you hunt a dog last night? Yes, I did. Yeah, I hunted what, my Tex dog last Tex, night. Yeah, how'd your hunt go? I had a great hunt. I had a great cast. It, we were in water all night. Yeah. I did not win my cast, but my dog Looked as good as he's ever looked, and I still didn't win my cast. Good. I made a bad call. Yeah, good. Hey, had a good time. I, I, I had hope. a great time. Yeah, yeah. Did you hunt close by here? No, we went to Mariana, Arkansas. Oh, that is the farthest. That's the farthest drive we have from from here. So yeah, and it was re we were in water all night, but I've got a water dog. I love hunting swamps. Yeah, and we. We treat five coon on my cast. Did you? Yeah. Well, you can't complain about oh, that. Oh, it was a great cast. We yeah. had a great time. So uh, what dog are you hunting? I'm hunting Tex right now. Yes. What is what? What is he? Well, Tex is a grand knight. He's a dual grand. He's a Black River bred dog. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of nice pups coming up out of him. I was going to hunt a 12-month-old pup here out of him, but I was... He's not very experienced. I didn't want him to have a bad experience. So yeah, next time. Yeah, just bring the old man. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you probably knew Philip Heron that runs the club over there. I at Mariana. talked to Philip there. Yeah, Mariana. Yeah, very recognizable fellow he around sure here. He got he's owed over a little unforgettable, bit. Unforgettable, unforgettable guy. Yep, he Good is. Guy. He's, he's a he's a legend in the not just uh, not just in the black and tan breed, but around these parts. And, yeah, and he's uh, he's helped us out here. You know, their club has helped us out here, and it's. It's clubs like that and guys like uh, like uh, Mr. Heron that uh, sure help make these help us put these hunts on for sure. You need folks like that. Phil told me last night. He said if each one of us take a young person under our wing, then we'll have as many coon hunters next generation as we have now. We need to do that. It's tough to find a young hunter that it, wants to hunt. Very it, tough. It is. You know, he has done a whole lot for the sport in yes, that regard, working with the young hunters and stuff. He really has. Sure, sure has. So, yeah, you know, we, on Friday night, we uh, uh, kind of like to use this hunt and kind of recognize some of our older 
senior hunters that we had and and we asked everybody to step inside the circle last night that was seven years and older. And if I remember right, you were one of those that came yeah, in I'm, there. Yeah, I'll be 73 at Black and Tan Days. So what, what makes someone, how long have you been hunting in these competition hunts? Good while? You remember your first one? Yeah, I remember my first competition hunt. It was about 40 years ago. Yeah. And then I got so busy with my work that I didn't do much competition hunting for a long time. I really, I, I almost dreaded getting a dog that, that needed to be in the hunts. And when I got texts, I knew he had to go. Yeah. So I, I strapped on my light and it kind of rekindled that fire. Yeah. So do you think it's more the dog? Is it the people or is it the sport that just, that just keeps that drive going in some, you know, in, in, uh, for all these years I, for you? What? If if I lay down my money and pay an entry fee, I want to have something on the end of the lead that I can win with. Yeah. But I see better sportsmanship now than I did 30 or 40 years ago. Yeah. I see very little arguing and, and bickering compared to that. It's yeah. much more enjoyable now. People are, when when your dog does a good job and you, and you have the fur, everyone says your dog did a good job. Yeah. And that's, that's, I didn't see that so much before. It's better now. Yeah. But I've coon hunted for 65 years. Oh, yeah. My first coon hunt was when I was seven years old with yeah. my dad. Oh, yeah. And that's a lot. Of, that's a long time. Do you remember years. the hunt itself? I absolutely. We yeah. had, they had walker dogs. Uh, I didn't have good boots. My feet got so cold I couldn't feel my feet. The guy, one of the guys said, when we get back to the house, mom made homemade pumpkin pie. We're going to have some warm pumpkin pie. They, they treat a coon over a, a big creek. And when it came out of the tree, the, one of the dogs jumped in and the raccoon was on the dog's head. And I wonder if that hadn't happened that night, would I still be a coon hunter? Yeah. That was so much excitement yeah. for, for, you know, a boy to see that, yeah. that I got hooked. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty interesting, you know. And it's we always talk. We just talked about keeping or getting the young kids involved, or giving that opportunity, or introducing them to the sport. But it's also good to see you, veteran hunters, still out here and able to do it, and having that drive to do it. You know, sometimes My competition days are probably very limited. I'm going to be the old guy. Breaking pups. Well, you know, and the way the rules are, it's changed a little bit. You know, dogs seem to be nowadays seem to scatter around a lot more. And I'm sure that makes it a lot tougher for, uh, for somebody with, you know, hey, I'm not quite where you're at, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not a spring chicken anymore either. You know, <laughs> the dogs have changed completely yeah. in the last 30 years. Yeah. Well, Hey, let's talk about that. What, what, how do you, how do you, how do you see that dogs from 30, 40 years ago as compared to today? How would you compare? Them? I like the dogs of today much better. They're much more independent. I like an independent dog. We mm -hmm. had pack type dogs back then, or a lot of pack type dogs. Yeah, uh, I see less mean dog, less mean tree dogs now than I did back forty years ago. I saw a lot of a lot of alligators. Yeah, and that was my biggest fear in a hunt. Uh huh. But I, yeah, I think I could say that as well a, a little bit. You know, maybe not. I'm not talking forty years ago like you are, but you know, twenty years ago. And probably less, fewer, but a lot of that is, you know, probably genetic breeding and a lot of that stuff. The dogs have changed. When I started coon hunting, if you had a dog running and treeing at a year and a half old, you probably had a pretty good young dog. Yeah. Today, if I don't have a dog running and treeing at seven or eight months old, it's gone. Yeah. 
yeah. and they do it alone. Yeah. I, I do all of my pup training completely alone. Do you? What uh, do you do? You raise a litter or two every year? Or? I have no females, but I normally, rather than a stud fee, I normally take a pup. Yeah, and then I sort them out. Yeah, yeah. Well, Ed, I don't want to take a whole lot of your time here, but we appreciate you coming. It's always good to see you. We see you at Autumn Oaks, too, and, and we always appreciate uh, seeing you and always like having discussions. I know we've had a couple of phone calls and things like that, and always good to talk with you. So, Well, I appreciate you stop taking a little time here today to sit down with us. And uh, Did you come down by yourself? Or? No, I brought a friend, good. Thad Ray from Marysville, Ohio. Okay, well, and, good. And he's good. got a little foot problem, so he couldn't hunt his good female. Oh, yeah. But he's yeah. got to set him up ace female, and yeah. she's a nice dog. Yeah. And I've got a litter of pups out of her right now. They're about four months old, and yeah. got some really good pups coming up. Yeah, well, good deal. Well, uh, good luck in the hunt to, uh, tonight, and, and uh, hope you have a good rest of your afternoon here and, and have a safe trip back home. Thank you. Next, we'll hear from 14-year-old Maddox Arnett. He's from Silver Lake, Indiana, who hunts a whole lot harder than most young men his age. He may be young, but he's experienced, and his knowledge of hounds and night hunting well exceeds most his age. Arnett is a smart and interesting young hunter that you'll hear from next right here. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good, good. Maddox Arnett here. How old are you? 14, sir. 14. Yep. And you have got to be one of the youngest handlers we have in this hunt. But you have, you have made a name for yourself in the last couple of years. How long have you been hunting dogs? I've been hunting since I've been able to walk. Really? Uh, yep, right with my dad. Yeah, so your dad's pretty much the only guy you've ever hunted with, probably. Yep. Okay. Did How did your dad start? Did he hunt when he was your age? Or yeah, his he, uh, his uh, dad, uh, he went with his dad, and uh, his dad taught him how to coon hunt and squirrel hunt. Yeah, and uh, let's tell our listeners, where what, what's your dad's name? Mike Arnett. Mike Arnett, and where are you guys from? Silver Lake, Indiana. Yeah, that's right, close to my backyard where I <laughs> used to coon hunt a lot. That's pretty cool. And we see you all the time. You're hunting with uh, Jeff Cole and everybody else down there. You know, Jeff Cole and Lucas Barkman, they're known to be some of the hardest hunters there. But I'm telling you, you're right there with them. <laughs> yeah, I try to be. How how often do you get to hunt? Um, if It depends on sports, but maybe a three or four times a week. Yeah, it, it it depends on the weather. Yeah, so so uh, sports. What are you, what are you, what sports are you playing? I do uh, baseball and basketball. Really? Yep. God, you are a lucky kid. <laughs> I used to do football, but I really? quit that. Yep. You just love sports and, and just being active. Don't active. You? Yep. Yeah. Do you ever have time to watch TV shows, or are you just always hunting what? or playing, little, doing something? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. But you're not that Xbox kid and stuff. You don't no, do a whole lot. I of I try that. not to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. So uh, we're down here at the Winter Classic on Saturday, and you guys came down on Wednesday. So I know you hunted on Wednesday in the Slams and Thursday. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, the weather was not very nice. It was bad. And you hunted in it. Tell us about that hunt a little bit. Um, uh, we were hunting my bushwhacker female, Libby, and uh, she treated a coon. And uh, I kind of laid back on it. I wait, uh, waited too long. I, I got second tree. I, she treed first, and the dog came in there and backed her. And I waited too long because I was going to let her settle because I thought she was by herself. Well, um, the person I was hunting with, they struck and treed right there. So I got second tree. Went in there. She was on a cedar. And now that I get to use my thermal, that helped a little bit. And I found my coon. 
and uh, that gave me 150 plus. And then uh, this other boy, he was the guide and judge, and um, we he was treed 600 through the country, and we were hunting state ground. And uh, he had a coon sitting there, and that gave him 200 plus. And um, we had about, I think, 40 minutes, and it was just so bad, she couldn't do nothing. It was bad as in yeah. so much rain. Yeah, it? It, was, it, was, it was terrible. You couldn't even see in front of your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're probably lucky to even do what you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was happy with what she done. Yeah, that. yeah, heck yeah. So, uh, and then thir- or Thursday night was much better. The weather was nice. Yeah. Did you hunt Libby again on yeah, Thursday? Yeah, I hunted her, and uh, she she treated Den, and then treated me a, a treat of slick. So I just withdrew. She didn't look too good that night. Yeah, yeah. So, um, how does how's she doing? Is she Pretty yeah. much the same dog down here as she is back in Indiana? Not really. I feel like uh, my dad's dog, son, he, he likes it better down here than my female. She, uh, I don't know if she's just not a out-of-state dog or what, but she don't really, she, it's been two years we've had her down here, and she hasn't looked too good. But uh, my dad, last year, he won with my son dog, and uh, on Thursday night, he got in the final four, second place. And then on Saturday night, he got first place night champion division. And then he just got uh, second place last night in, uh, in top 10. Yeah, and Friday night's hunt got yep. second with Sun. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't it a lot of fun just going yeah. to these hunts with your dad like yeah, that? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And yeah. I get to I cherish these memories with my dad as yeah, long as I can. I, yeah, and I'm sure he's going to say the same thing. Yep. He would say the same thing. So, um. So what are some other big hunts that you've, I know you competed Autumn Oaks. Have you ever done much good at Autumn Oaks? Uh, I won my cast a couple of times, but I didn't have a, my dog granted. I just granted my, both my dogs this past year. And it wasn't really, I got, I think I got 10th place one year, but yeah. I didn't really get too far. So Libby and what's your other dog? Uh, son. Oh, and then, son, the one yeah. your dad hunts. And we just raised a litter off my son dog. Okay. Yep. So his son is your dog as well. Yep. Okay, but your dad just hunts him, yeah. handles him with. Yep. Why is that? Uh, I used to hunt him, and then uh, he's just so bullheaded. I can't even. I can't even control him. Really? Yeah, he just jerks me all over the place, so I let dad take him. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, as so long as he's, he, he's he doing li- all right. Yeah, he listens to dad more than he does listen to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so Autumn Oaks, so the world championship, you've hunted in it. How many yeah. times have you hunted in the world hunt? Um, uh, I've hunted in it twice. Twice? Yep. Any luck there at all? Uh, no, I didn't get to make it past the, the, the RQE. Yeah. But didn't, do, didn't get out of the zones yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you will one of these days. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking sure. forward to this past year because I'm yeah. qualified and I'm ready. Oh yeah. You're already yeah. qualified. Yep. Good for you. Let's talk a little bit. I know this is the winter classic, but last year you had you really showed out at the tournament of champions. Here's little not little, I'm not gonna call you a little <laughs> bit. You're young Maddox Arnett in the yeah. TOC finals. How what did that feel like? It it felt amazing to, for me. Uh I was thirteen then. It felt amazing for a thirteen year old like me to be in the finals with a bunch of grown men mm-hmm. and I, I got to make it there. Yeah, and you know, you're a good example of somebody who if uh put in the time, put in the the leather time out there in the woods with your dog and all and and all that that you can in fact uh be competitive and be able to accomplish things like that. Get on the big stage with the big boys and 
And how does that make you feel? To comp- do you, are you ever intimidated still? There probably was a time when you were, right? Yeah, yeah there was. How, yeah. How, but a lot of that has gone away you now yeah. as far as being intimidated. You feel yeah, pretty I comfortable? Feel, I kind of feel like people uh, look at me like the way I looked at them when I first started. Yeah. So let's talk about the TOC a little bit. So where, what region did you go to? I went to Mount Gilead. Mount Gilead? Uh-huh. Yep. They had a lot of dogs there in that Yeah. One. Yeah. We're going to go there this year, too. Yeah. Because I love the hunting down there. Yeah. That's yep. where the world finals are going to be, too, yep. this fall. Oh, is there? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. So, and that's coming up here the first weekend in April. So, you'll be there again. So, yeah. So, last year you went there and you won your cast both nights there. No. Uh, Just one night? Yeah. I lost the first night. That's uh, right. And then I scored 11.50 yeah, the second night. She really put it on the yeah, next she, night. Yeah, she turned yeah. it on that next night. So then you go to Greencastle down to uh, Three Fat Labs. What did you think when you walked to that place? It was beautiful. That's yeah. a different place, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, we, it was It was beautiful. It was like, I don't even know. It was beautiful. Pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. It was, it's so much fun for us to put on, too. But yep. just everything about it and all that. But uh, I don't know. It's, you know. Hey, one of these days, I wouldn't be surprised to see you up there in that final cast one day. <laughs> I'm, looking, that, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Wouldn't that yep. be awesome? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have, um, have it bet that I'll probably be in the final uh, before I'm 18. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, what do your school buddies say about you coon hunting? Um, do you they, have any friends that ever go yeah. with you? Or? Um, I, I've took a couple, but not really. But when I, um, I take a permission slip, so when I go on these big hunts, I can do the work online. And when they see that permission slip, the teachers already know what I'm going to go do. Yeah, they yep. know. Yeah. Yep. So what is it about, do you like to pleasure hunt? If there were no competitions, do you think you'd still... You'd still coon hunt, or do you think the competitions really drive you to coon hunt? I would still uh, coon hunt, but I feel like a competition gives me the drive and makes me want to go. Because when I get out there with my dad, I I competition with him. Yeah, it's just uh, it's always a competition. Yeah, yeah. Do you beat him a lot of times? (laughs) Yeah, but he never owns up to it. Yeah. (laughs) How do you feel you are on the rules as far as your knowledge of the night hunt rules? I'm I'm pretty. I'm pretty good on them. Do you do you feel like they're hard to learn for somebody that's young? No, uh, the the you can go over the rule book, but the best way to do it is go out there and spe- experience yourself. Bingo! I've yep. always said that. Yep. It's one thing to read them, and you should you should read yeah. them, and but it's get out there and experience it, and put yourselves in positions and uh, different scenarios, and learn how to score that scenario. Yep. And then it's probably not. It probably comes easier after that and, yeah. and experienced and yeah shoot, would, by the time you're 18 you're gonna be a you're gonna be a pro yeah you'll end up knowing them if you experience yeah, them. yeah have you judged easy. any casts yet uh yeah i've judged a little bit yeah i'm i've done pretty good yeah you feel comfortable in that role when yeah you, when you, yeah 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 so uh yeah well that's cool i don't want to take a whole lot of your time here but uh Man, we we sure like to see young kids like you coming yep. and, and having success, and and just uh, everybody talks very highly of you. So keep doing what you're doing, and uh, I know you have a lot of other kids that kind of look up to you, and you set a good example for them. Yep, so, I try to. Yeah, well, good luck to you, and we we appreciate you coming down here, and we tried to get your dad on here, but uh, he kind of <laughs> he kind of shied away from it, but that's yep. okay. So so. Uh, But, yeah, thanks for being here, and good luck in the hunt tonight. All right, thank you. 
Chuck Henson is a local in the Batesville area who we met through the Winter Classic. He's always sure to offer a hand with whatever we might need when we get there. He's just an all-around super guy who I got to chat with a bit. Here's Chuck. Hey, Chuck. How you doing today? Doing good, man. Good. Hey, appreciate you stopping in here with me and, and sitting down with me here for a minute. But, uh, yeah, Chuck Henson, you're right local here in uh, around Batesville. Your hometown is what, Cortland? Yes, Which sir. is just a town or two over from here batesville yes sir seven miles from the civic center yeah so uh what is it uh pretty nice to have a big major event in your backyard like this it's real convenient yeah yeah so it's this i can't believe this 11th year already we've been down here it doesn't seem that long does it no it's just hard to believe time just flew by yeah so but it's been another great, this is Saturday afternoon, it's been another good weekend here, but uh, you belong to what, you're a member of the Enid, Enid Lake yes, Tune sir. Club? Yeah. Yes, sir. So Wednesday night, you, uh, well, I guess the State Association hosted the Slam Hunt on Wednesday night. Yes, sir. I felt kind of bad for them with all that rain, but they still had a good entry of 60 dogs. We, we, had, a, we had a good time. Fellowship was good. We got, all got wet, uh, but overall, it if it wasn't for the weather, I think we would have really put up some scores. Yeah, yeah. And then Thursday night, uh, the Enid Lake Club, your club, put on the hosted the warm up punt on Thursday, and then shoot, they came out of the woodworks on Thursday. They did. Hundred, what was it? Hundred fifty nine dogs, I think. I think it was. I think that's right. Yes. Yeah, sir. yeah. So, um, I know you've had a little bit of success in this hunt. Did you ever hunt it when it was over in Albany, Georgia? No, sir. I never did. Never did. No. Yeah. Sir. Uh, yeah work. did did you hunt uh in most all of them that since we've been here i've been i've hunted in every one every one of them yes sir so i, I your what's your dog's name the one you've been hunting last couple of years yeah uh, we did what, what's her name eureka springs come on with it come on with it that's it <laughs> yes sir are you still hunting her or what yeah. well no sir she's retired is she uh it hurts my feelings but yeah uh she's still alive and doing good i just turn her loose and hunt some puppies with her now but yeah she's uh she's still in good shape yeah so what are you hunting these days what are you hunting here this weekend i've actually uh purchased a uh young female out of she was a semen puppy out of hard time awesome that i purchased from mr tom ginther obviously Uh, english hounds is what you hunt yes sir she's uh she's real young she performed good for me last night and everything but we just you know just you can't win them all man yeah yeah. Isn't it kind of cool to hunt like this when you get to hunt with people from other states and people, folks you don't normally hunt with? Uh, I was just telling some of the guys last night, I'm at the point now where the camaraderie of just being here, like Brett Stevens and my buddies from Missouri, Colton Jones and them coming down and Mr. Tom from different states, it's just uh, unbelievable. The camaraderie and the friendship we have is to have something in common from all over the world it's it's awesome yeah you know it's uh it's a competition you know and they it's like this weekend again we've just had very very even few questions questions aren't a bad thing you know there's a there's a there's a reason we have questions to to get it right mm-hmm. you know but uh the reps have always just again last night they just had very just had a couple you know mm-hmm. but nothing major and third or the slam hunts they didn't have any Right. You know, but it's uh, you know, uh, it's always a good time down here. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you, would you uh, get to go uh, in any other regions or any other areas to hunt much? Uh, I know you've been up to Richmond, Autumn Oaks, a time or two. I love going to Richmond. Uh, I you know went to the World Hunt with it, and then uh, we were 
uh, successful there in 20. And uh, I just, like I said, I, I I told some of the guys here, my I'm between an old dog and a puppy. Yeah. And uh, it makes it hard. But I, you still, the the love for the sport, you just want to compete. So, uh, mm -hmm. when it was too old, she's really too young. But we got out there and we, it, like I said, it's camaraderie and supporting UKC and y'all coming to Batesville. It, it means a lot to us here in Batesville. Uh, you know, we get the landowners that really came, you know, and helped and give us permission to hunt places they normally wouldn't for this particular event. And it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, that's good. And it's always a good thing to have good relationships with landowners. And mm -hmm. and do you guys get to invite some of those guys here that uh, that do come here? We, uh, well, when it first started here, uh, we we do, a lot of the landowners want to go with us. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of the kids in the local area have gotten, uh, I can remember talking to Mr. Rupert Morgan and some people here, uh, our youth, after y'all came the first two years, Every truck and bikes had a dog box in the back, really? and I mean, you know, the youth. Some some stick with it and some don't. Yeah, uh, you know, it's pretty. A coon, being a coon hunter, the nighttime event is pretty rough on those young guys. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but we, uh, it's a lot of youth that has kept going with it, and and I'm thankful for that. And it's a lot of good people that love y'all coming, and the landowners. They, uh, like I said. I know some guys that won't let nobody step a foot on their property until the winter classic. So mm -hmm. I'm very thankful for them yeah. and, and they appreciate y'all coming and bringing yeah. this event here to Batesville. Yeah. Well, last night we had a good entry, hunted a, a bunch of pile of dogs last night and had over a hundred walk-ups and I was really concerned. And, and we, th those walk-ups brought us a bunch of guides and I didn't think we were going to be able to hunt them all. And, you know, we used fewer hunting, non-hunting guides last night than, than we ever have up here but mm -hmm. uh so yeah it uh it, last night was really good and looking forward to another mm -hmm. one here on saturday night but Man, yeah. but yeah chuck i know you're uh you're getting ready for uh getting ready for everything this afternoon or this evening's hunting and i appreciate you taking a little time to sit down and and we always appreciate your hospitality and uh, always feel welcome when we come down there we appreciate, appreciate y'all man we like i said it's an honor for y'all to come i hope y'all continue to come here for years and it's uh like i said we all look forward to it man it's an exciting time for me and my family and uh, i appreciate you our next guest is the always smiling and friendly dog show and treeing walker enthusiast janice hunter from florida where you see janice you'll usually see your husband wayne and son jason as well it's always good to see them and this year i talked janice into visiting with me in the podcast booth for a minute or two here she is Good afternoon, Janice. How are you? I'm good, Alan. How are you? Yeah, it's Saturday afternoon. The show's all over, and yep. I grabbed you before you hit the hit the road to head back to Florida. Well, and I appreciate it. Thank you. We kind of got a hangry bunch down there. Everybody's ready to eat. Had a long day of showing and tired. Yeah, yeah it's been it's been a, a long three days, but I feel like it's been a good three days. It's been beautiful. Yeah. Weather's held out, and it's been nice. Well, two days. I say three days. We we've been here for a little while. I guess we had the warm up slams and all that stuff. But as yeah. far as the show stuff, uh, Friday, yesterday, and then uh, and then the top ten. But so uh, first, let's uh, let's back up a little bit. Branford, Florida. Where is that? What it part is a, of the state? It's uh, north central. Okay. It's uh, between Jacksonville and Tallahassee, dead center between the two. 
and about 60 miles from any beach you want to go to. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's probably nice. Yeah, 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 it really is. And uh, about an hour south of Valdosta. Okay. So we see you at we see you at Autumn Oaks, we see you here, we see you at uh, Walker Days and some other events. But I'm sure you always any event is a long ways for you, is it not? Most uh, of the closest one would be Grand American. Okay, it's about five hours. Okay, that's not bad. Not then. bad. Not bad. And How it, far is this one? Uh, about nine and a half. Okay, well you're closer than we are. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I've always felt bad for you, but maybe I should. Well, <laughs> you should because, you know, it used to be two and a half hours. Well, I know. Way and back when. So, yeah, you're talking about the Winter Classic in Albany. Let's talk about that for a minute. So, okay. do you remember your first time you went there? Well, do you I remember don't, what year it was? I, I honestly don't remember the year. I guess if I went back and looked, I could probably figure that out. But I do know that uh, one of the puppies that wound up being one of my best puppies was a puppy when we were there and he passed away about a year ago and he was 14. Oh yeah. So been a good while. Yeah. And yeah. we were there years before that too. Yeah. So I would say at least 15, 16 years, if yeah. not more. And that was a fun place too. Oh, oh we, we loved it. We used to enjoy going to Albany. Yeah. I remember we'd go down there. We had there for a while. UKC had the big motor home. We'd go down there and oh, the, yeah. the, uh, chamber of commerce ladies, they'd be out in the parking lot waiting for us out there. Just so accommodating. And yeah. And then the plantations and everything. Yeah. Down, it's beautiful. It's a neat, it's a neat place. Sure. Was, but this but, is nice too. Yeah. You know, it was kind of, it was a tough move for us to bring it over here, but it has also worked out over here yeah. in this part of the country where they didn't really have a major event like that. So it's really worked out well. And I think good hunting here too. Huh? It is. It's yeah. very good hunting around the Delta. You know, it's not right. It's just off the Mississippi river. So it's, it, it really is good. You yeah. look at things like that as well, but the facility here is is different than most any other facility we see at a coon hunt, but uh, it's beautiful. You know, my son actually knew where it was because he used to ride bulls here. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So he's kind of you're talking about uh, Jason. Jason. He's kind of a cowboy and a horseman. Yeah. And he's a farrier, right? Well, he's hung up his spurs. He's still, uh, yeah, he's a farrier. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he rode bulls for quite a few years. So he came with you this weekend. He again. did. Okay, and then also Wayne came. And your Wayne husband came. Wayne. Yeah. yeah. And Wayne hunted here last year, year before. Yeah. Year before, I think it was. Yeah. So he didn't hunt this year, huh? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, I saw them sitting down there and, and watching the shows and looked like they're enjoying themselves, relaxing anyways. He, huh? Yeah, he's my good support yeah. system, you know. So what did you bring for dogs this week? I brought uh, two champion females and uh, a puppy. Well, I say puppy. She just turned junior yeah. by one day. I think I, th I heard you talking to yes. Nicole uh, from UKC there about that. She was a junior one day in a... Puppy the other day. The she was the, a she was born on the ninth, and I think on the tenth was the show. Yeah. So yeah, she was a junior. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it killed me. You know. How'd she do for you? She did beautifully. Good. She's she she likes it. Yeah. She's a little show dog. Yeah. So you had a dog in the top ten this year. Talk about that. That's uh second one's True Colors, yeah. and uh, I actually. Uh, racked up some points with her early on at Grand American. Okay. And um, I had, uh, she'd come in heat and I turned her out in the yard and it's all fenced. Uh -huh. And um, one of, of somebody's dog, a hound. Oh boy. Got in. Where's this going? And, and she got bred. Oh boy. So between Grand American and now she raised the puppies and, um, Still made top 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, but we got lucky that she early on did. And I honestly didn't plan the, the breeding, you know, yeah. but it happened. Yeah. 
Well, I uh, I talked to you a little before the show, and we kind of did a little thing. We kind of turned the lights down, had some spotlights there, and you were a little concerned, but you did fi- you did fantastic. I didn't there. fall down, no, did I? I didn't. <laughs> and I promise you, had I fallen down, I'd have to crawl to the side to get. <laughs> no, but that was pretty cool. I thought that show we had we saw a lot of quality in that show. Some beautiful dogs in every breed. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed them. Yeah, and and the overall winner, he is just a phenomenal hound. Yeah, he is. You're talking about Marshall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Marshall, yeah, Megan yeah, Perez's yeah, dog. Yeah. That you're talking about today's show there, but yes. the top ten was the yeah top ten. The overall winner was Beth Jenkins' dog, but yeah, today's winner, the overall dog, yes, was uh, Megan Perez's dog. Yeah, and top she, ten was Luck. Yeah, Luck. Yeah. And I did not get to. I'm in the hunt office most of the day today, so I didn't get to watch much of the show. But every time it seemed like I walked the concourse here and looked down there. Look, I saw some beautiful dogs. Down it there it was, bench. it went really smoothly. Everything went really smoothly. And, you know, it was, uh, we were a little crowded in space. That was the only yeah. drawback. You're talking about the, the ring was now in the center. We kind of did a, a quarter turn with, with the stage yes. in the ring. Yeah. And I think it's in the right place there or the right, uh, in the right spot. We just need to, we talked about that. Push it I, back. Push it back. Yeah. And create another row for yeah. uh, creating. So yeah. we've already talked about that. Well, well, that starts every year. You yeah. know, you talk about things that we need to fix, and that's already been on and our And I give you all, oh gosh, it's so much work, I know, putting one of these on. We give you all full credit and really appreciate you all so much. Yeah, well, uh, we want to make it nice for you guys. And and, uh, and you and do. We, and we made, do. we made the ring bigger. I think that was nicer this year. Yeah, because you can really see the ground movement of yeah, the dogs. Yeah. That that really needs to be stressed a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, because you can see, really see flaws uh-huh. that you can't see on the bench. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, um yeah, so what did you show today? Did you show any today they ran? We're, yeah, I we're showed, here Saturday. We're talking about Saturday. So Champions and Grand show today. Yeah, we showed uh let's see, I showed true true colors. Yeah. And uh I didn't I didn't win. No love today, but yeah. she did she did a really good job. Good. Uh showed Indigo Illusion and there was a little noise episode. Oh boy. Uh some kind of equipment came in. I don't know if you, and she just bailed. Oh, boy. scared her to death. Really? So that caught, I think cost her the win because kind of kind of played on her. Then. Yeah, oh, yeah. Boy. But uh, but still in all, and yeah. Jason was showing her, and she recovered. Yeah. So we got that done, and um, then Jason showed um, Primo Supremo second right. Supremo right, and uh, and Wayne just sat there and clapped all. Day. And Wayne was our support. System. There you go. Bless his heart. <laughs> yeah. So. I know you guys uh, were kind of in the racehorse business at one time years ago. Yes. Why coonhounds? What what drove you to coonhounds? Well, you know, uh, before Wayne and I got married, when he was younger, his father had foxhounds. Uh, Wayne had done some bird hunting, you know, loved the hounds. But then he uh, was invited to go coon hunting and hooked immediately. He just loved it. Mm-hmm. So he started getting dogs, went to a lot of local hunts and, um, you know, that was before he and I had met. And then when we got together, um, we started hunting together and I loved it as much as he did. I even hunted when I was pregnant, you know? Did you? Yep. Yeah. Loved it. But in Florida. In Florida. Yeah, so in you, the swamps. Did you, that's where you've always lived. Florida. Yes. Always lived yeah. in Florida. And, um, and then, you know, of course the, the racehorses kind of stopped it for about 10, 15 years and we were full-time racing the horses. And then when we were done with that, when first thing Wayne said was he was going to buy a, a few mm-hmm. hounds yeah. and we did. And Jason was getting a little bit bigger. So he had a little doggy called Roan Ranger, Road Ranger because he'd hit the road all yeah. the time. Yeah. But, um, you know, he loved it too. So 
it became a family affair. Yeah, I just kind of stuck with yeah. it. It's still something you enjoy doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and you always bring some nice dogs. Thank you. And, yeah. Thank you. And, you know, back then, um, I always loved a pretty dog. Yeah. Loved a pretty horse. Yeah. But, um, you know, with the, a lot of times with the show, with the hunting dogs, you don't get a lot of correctness. And I was trying to show his dogs. Uh-huh. And it just wasn't filling the bill. Yeah. So gradually, I started buying a few really nice show dogs, and it went from there. Yeah. So, and you do a lot of, so you've done a lot of your breeding to since my own. then. Yeah. All my, all my dogs yeah. are my own breeding. Now I've, I've, um, brought in a few males uh-huh. to, you know, right. widen, widen the pool a little bit, the gene pool a little bit. Yeah. Before we came in here, we, we were chatting a little bit and you mentioned the, the, uh, the Barbie dog or the Barbie yes. dog. I didn't re- I hadn't realized you, or I probably just forgot that you did. You did breed that dog. Yeah, I had Maker's Mark. I right. had Backwoods Barbie. Backwoods Barbie. That's um, it, yeah. And uh, Locked and Loaded and, you know, quite yeah. a few of the nicer yeah. dogs out there. So as far as the state of Florida, uh, what are there any clubs down there that you would that you would uh, show at or participate at or that Wayne hunts out? Wayne or Jason yeah, hunt out we, we have a local hunt that we support, you mm-hmm. know, and then, of course, we support the state event, too, right. and um, actually put on one of the state events in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was actually one wound up being the biggest state event we'd had. Yeah, good. So but you know, I mean you gotta support your local Yeah, absolutely local folks. They just suckered me into being a yeah. board member there. So Well, I know the boys are down there loading up for you and I don't yes. want to take up a whole lot of your time. I know you're getting packed up to head back to Florida here today this yes, Saturday evening. So but I do appreciate you sitting in here with me and, and uh me picking your brain a little bit today. And we appreciate you guys. Well, thank you so very much. much. Thank you very much. And thanks for coming. Hope to see you again soon. Thank you so much. Rodney and Mary Bergbauer, a husband and wife team that we see a lot at most of the major events. They've both been showing their Redbone Coonhounds for years. And in recent years, we're also seeing them judge quite a bit. We tasked them to judge the shows for us this year. And I asked them to join me to talk about that before they started their trip back home to Indiana. Here's Rodney and Mary. Well, Rodney and Mary, the shows are over. It's it's uh, been a a long couple days, but I feel like it's been a good couple days. So I'm sitting here with Rodney and Mary Bergbauer, judges from Silver Lake, Indiana. So welcome, right? And thank you for coming down here to the Winter Classic and judging both of you, husband and wife, obviously. So, uh, Mary, I'm going to start with you. You judge for on Friday. You judge the registered and pairs classes on Friday. How was that? How, how was your experience here? I was really looking forward to judging one of my favorite shows. Um, I thought it was a really good experience and getting my hands on some really nice hounds. And, yeah. Um, it was fun judging with my husband. Yeah. Being the do, ring steward. Do, do you feel that made it a little easier for you with, with him kind of being here and judging with you instead of some, maybe somebody else? I definitely think it made it easier and kind of worked as a team. And you could kind of talk about things and probably, yeah. 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 Well, I know, you know, oftentimes, you know, for uh, folks that are judges that maybe haven't judged a big major show or like Autumn Oaks or the world or something, this is kind of a good one to kind of, to start off with. I always feel like, and kind of works with uh, having a husband and wife team. I think we started that several years ago with Scott and Connie Hogan did it and kind of worked out well and. Then we, who else did we have? Uh, Eric and Leslie Brooks one year, I think. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was Friday, Mary, you judge Friday. And then, uh, and then we, the top 10, we, uh, brought, uh, 
your husband Rodney in as well. And then we also had Catherine Baxter, who lives here in Mississippi, uh, to do the the three panel judge system for the top ten. So, what you what you Rodney? What what were your thoughts on the top ten? Um, I thought it was a good setup. How you guys had it and how they come in each ring and the scoring, I thought was really nice. You score the dogs how you've seen, and there was a lot of stiff competition. I do know that they they there was some there was some, that was some a very nice show. Yes, very nice dogs that were in it. I felt like I've watched a whole lot of them, obviously, and I felt like this year it was about as tough as it's ever been as far as overall. Yeah, uh, I really liked that lineup. Yeah. So how how was it to just judging like that? You've probably never judged like that, have you before? No. no. Kind of, kind of a different. I've format. done a three-panel judging system, you know, but never nothing like that. It, it just told, it's just different, right? Yeah. So it's not like I, t- I know I talked to you guys a little bit before the show, and don't, don't uh, score too high right, right out of the gate, and don't, you know, leave you some room, you know. But uh, so, but it looked, you know, in the scoring, we don't publish that, but it looked. Uh, sometimes I'd love to just so folks could see what it really looks like. People kind of make out what they want to make of it or whatever, right. but it's. It it looked really good because you don't know what the next guy's doing. You that, don't, and it thing. really doesn't matter. No, no. Right. You, you can put down what you want, but you yeah, know, it, yeah, it's yeah. Gotta go with the final of the tally there. Yeah, exactly. Mary, what were your thoughts on it? Well, I've showed in the top ten several years ago um, for several different years before um, you changed the format. So when I heard about the format, I was like, oh, I don't really know what I think about that. Was that was about 80% of everybody. <laughs> yeah. but And I still haven't shown since you've changed the format, mm-hmm. but judging it, I, I'm on board. Yeah. I think it's a great way to judge the top 10. And and it, it was a little difficult, though, yeah. <laughs> because you gave us that, you know, don't go too high, don't go too low. Yeah. And well, give yourself reason, some room. Yeah, and the only reason, you know, why. if you don't want to go too high, you know, is because to give you some room, you know, just because mm-hmm. the first dog, if you get him too high, you just don't right. leave yourself any room to get higher if you need to. And really, it doesn't matter where you are you know is you know it all comes out in the end one way or another but yeah that's yeah but there was several in quite a few of the breeds that were really close like mm-hmm. within points close mm-hmm. so i understood why you said well I, I will i will tell you this much you know when the final uh we bring in the uh the the breed winners and uh then you guys score them one more time each one of the breed winners you bring all seven mm-hmm. in at one time and give each dog a score again. Each judge does again uh, in that round. And all of those were, you, all three of you guys were all within, you know, less than 10 points, I think it was between all those seven hounds. That's wow. crazy because you're all doing it, it separately. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It is, really, if you think about that. Well, that's pretty cool. cool, though. It is, yeah. So then, Rodney, today, Saturday, you got the assignment of champions and grands. How'd yep. that go today? Well, it was, it was, uh, the champions was, was good. It was, I think breaking me in, but once I got to the grands, it was a lot stiffer competition Yeah, and it was a little rough there. Yeah. Yeah. Rough as in, uh, just, uh, just Just the quality of the dogs. And then you have to make a decision Yeah, and and, you know, you want to pick them all, but you can't. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I know, and sometimes you're, you're, there's some that get so close, but, you know, I remember Wayne Cavanaugh used to always find something, pick something, nitpick something. 
sometimes when it's just when it's just so close you know sometimes it just then after that it just comes to you kind of judge by the breed standards right. and when it really comes down to it sometimes mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's uh kind of something maybe you you find something whether it's maybe even something you just personally kind of like or right. dislike or whatever you know but yeah yeah like i uh i didn't get to i'm in the hunt office most of the time and i didn't get to watch much of the show but every it seemed like every time i was up here walking the concourse looked down there that's a beautiful view from up here it on is. the concourse you know yes. for those folks that have never been here the civic center it's a civic center with an arena down below we have all the vendors in and and you know the concourse is up high and you look down there you don't get to see many coonhound shows right. from a from a, a from a point like that it's pretty cool i think it's in a better location in the middle yeah than it, yeah than it was yeah. on the end yeah we yeah. moved it moved it from uh from the end that we used to have down to the middle but yeah it was pretty cool so yeah. uh yeah so uh what's what's next for you guys any other judging assignments this year at all or do you enjoy judging oh, you yeah. enjoy judging yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i have a but, couple local shows to judge but um Hopefully someday we'll be the Autumn Oaks judges. That'd yeah, be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Autumn Oaks <laughs> in the world. Yeah. 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 I've done Grand America and Winter Classic now. So yeah. yeah. Well good. Well, it sounds like you guys enjoyed it. So I did. Mm -hmm. And we thank you for coming. I know it's a long trip from Indiana down here, but hopefully you had a good time and uh enjoyed it. We planned yourselves. on coming anyway. Well, yeah. thank you for asking us. <laughs> yes. We appreciate it. It was an honor. Yeah, well, you're very welcome, and thank you. And thank you for taking the time here before you pack up and head back home. Thank right. you for stopping oh, in and yep. chatting a little bit. You're welcome. You're welcome. Our final guest on the podcast was on Sunday morning with Chris Agapiu. His black and tan female named Brio is named the Winter Classic Night Hunt Champion. What a unique story this was. I'm telling you, you got to check it out. Well, hey, Mr. Chris, here we are Sunday morning, and... Uh, you're going to be one of the last people to leave, and that usually means that's the overall winner. Yes, sir. Been quite a weekend, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> Have you had a chance to wrap your head around what just happened here? Uh, I'm, in, I'm still just can't believe it. Yeah, well, you and I talked a little bit here a few, uh, a few minutes ago off air here, I guess, so to speak, and, uh, and I'd never seen you at any of our events, but it's not something you've done a whole lot of at all, is it? No, sir. Yeah, so let's go. Let's see. How long have you been coon hunting? I coon hunted when I was 12 or 13 years old, and my dog got run over on the highway, and I never could replace her, replace him. And we had a squirrel dog that we squirrel hunted around in Texas, you know, for 10 or 12 years, and we lost him due to age. And I just decided to get a, another coon hound to start coon hunting, and we uh purchased one from Don Egley and I trained her and finished her out. She's a Grand Night champion and just hunting around local clubs around the house. Yeah, and is you're talking about Bria here? Bria yes, Ruth. Sir. What do you call it? Bria or Ruth? Bree. Bree. You call her Bree. Yes, sir. UKC put Ruth on the back of it because that was her mother's name because I just put Bree on the oh. papers. I didn't know you had had two names on I gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so what about what year was that when you first, uh, when you, you competed in your first night hunt? Uh, Bree won her first uh, PKC hunt when she was 10 months old, and she got, I had her, she made night champion by the time she was a year old. Okay. So about three years that you've really yes, dabbled in these, yeah. Yeah, I'll go to one here and there around the house yeah. if it's close. 
So uh, you mentioned this is your first ever Winter Classic. Yes, sir, it is. And first ever, basically, major event. I went to Black and Tan Days last year, and she won her cast every night down there. And she won my daughter. She's my daughter's dog, or my daughter claims her. I hunt her and keep her right. Uh, My daughter won the scholarship in the Black and Tan Association last year and won every night we was down there, too, in the youth division. Yeah. my When we go to a big hunt, most of the time my daughter's the one that calls her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's pretty cool. I had, uh, like I said, I hadn't, didn't recognize, you know, that I'd ever seen you. You know, we go, I go to a lot of these and, uh, and, uh, but that's, a pretty good story. So first time at Winter Classic, you come here and win the dang thing. Yes, sir. So <laughs> I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Uh, so how did what what made you decide to come here? Uh, Corey Jeffries been riding me about taking her to some bigger hunts, and I told him I'd come down here and hunt a night or two. And I come to the warm up hunt, and she won her cast in a warm up hunt. And Thursday. Then, that was Thursday. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then Friday night, she won. Uh, we drawed out, and she won her cast. We treated a bunch of den trees, but she treated three coons that night. We treated two during the hunt, and then she treated another one two minutes after the hunt, and we ended up with like a score of 350-plus, and I don't know how many circle points. Uh, and then last night, I mean, it was just phenomenal. We Talking about Saturday night yes, now? Sir. Yeah. She uh, she went in there and got treed about 600 right off the bat and had a coon, and we uh, ended up calling timeout, and the dogs got a, two of the dogs got across the river, and they couldn't, we couldn't get them back within an hour, and we ended up hunting it off, or ended up hunting Bree by ourselves because the other dogs got scratched. And for the time, couldn't get the, the dogs back in yes, time. Yes, sir. Yeah. We couldn't get them back, and another the other dog withdrew because he had a lot of minus, and we cut Bree loose, and I think she treed four coons. In 40 minutes. <laughs> huh. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, did those guys stay with you? Is that it? Yes, sir. Yeah. The uh, judge stayed with me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good deal. So you said this is, uh, I have a hard time wrapping my head around. You know how many people come to this event or major events and and hunt for years and years without winning a major event? You come to the first time like it's, it's not supposed to be this easy. <laughs> well, Corey Jeffries always tells me I got a good dog. Well, you know, you probably do. You, yes. And it takes that. And, you know, you also have have to have things go your way. Yes, you sir. Know? I mean, we just, we the coons were out. I yep. mean, and they were in one area. And, I mean, she just laid all them coons up. Yeah. I'm talking, and I was nervous about, after about the second coon, she just kept falling tree. And I was like, man, she's going to mess up. But she never did. Yeah. She just, she was, she was, she did great. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it, you said you mostly pleasure hunt and things like that. Yes. You come to this event, you have people from all over. Did you, uh, you probably hunted with guys you'd never seen before, I assume? Yes. Did you know any of them? No, sir, I didn't know any. I I, yeah. I knew a few people with the black and tan dogs. Yeah. Uh, but as far as, like, most of these competition hunters and heavy hitters, I don't know. I know their names, yeah. but I don't. I don't yeah. know them. Right. You, you mentioned Corey Jeffries. He's kind of prominent black and tan guy from up around Dyersburg, yes, Tennessee. Sir. There, yeah. We, we uh, had the world hunt up there this last year. Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, Chad Smith. I, I I hunt with Chad Smith. Some okay. Uh, Talked yeah. to Chad. They helped me a whole lot with that black dog. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are a couple of good boys too. They 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 know they've been doing it a long time. Yes, they, sir. They know what a good. And boy I listen is. to them. Yeah, yeah. So you picked up a lot from them, huh? Well, Corey twisted my arm. I was on a leave last, yesterday, and uh, he kind of gave me a hard time about it. And then my daughter wanted to stay. I don't know if he got with my daughter or what, but <laughs> we ended up staying another night, and this happened. Well, if you hadn't, we wouldn't be talking right now. Yes, I can sir. assure you of that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Well, so that's that's pretty that's pretty neat story. So let's talk about uh, Bree here a little bit. Uh, you mentioned uh, you got her from Donnie Eglin. Our records indicate that he was the breeder of yes, sir. of her, and she's uh, she's three now. Before this year, right? Yes, sir. So what's she what's she out of? What what she's out of Smoky Seven Junior and a, a Ruth dog, Raging Ruth. Oh yeah, and that's and, one of Don's dogs, I think. Yes, Eggly's uh, Raging Black Ruth, yeah. She was a, a litter mate to Roxanne, I believe. Oh, okay. Yes, Ruth sir. was. Yes, sir. You're talking about Roxanne and the the world champion yes, here sir. from about twenty what was it, twenty seventeen, eighteen, something like that. Yes, sir. Twenty seventeen, I think, maybe nineteen, but yeah. Yeah. So she was so that's uh, her mama was a litter mate to, to Roxanne. Yes, sir, I, I believe guess. so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well that's pretty interesting. So so what are you thinking of this? Uh, is is it something you enjoy? I, you said you mostly pleasure hunt, but uh, I I coon hunt a whole lot because I got diabetes and it helps me. It helps my blood sugar levels. Oh yeah, and hey, I can and, relate to that a little bit. Yeah. I was just diagnosed this year as well, so it's something I kind of have been learning to deal with. But yes. yeah, I need a bunch of exercise and yes, sir. I don't yeah. like to walk or exercise much, but I'll I'll chase that black dog around. Yeah, <laughs> and if you got a good one, that makes it even more oh, the better, yeah. huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I just looked out by getting her. Yeah. Well, that's just a, it's a pretty, uh, pretty amazing story. And like I said, it, it doesn't, it's not usually this easy, but, and, and it probably won't be, but hey, having a good dog sure helps your odds a great deal. Yes, sir. So, uh, do you have any other hounds at all or just her? Or? I just concentrate on her. Yeah. So, uh, what, what, do you got any other plans for, are you planning on breeding her at some point or? Anything like that, or you thought much of I, anything? Or? She's got three puppies on the ground. Okay. And uh, I sold the female puppy that I kept to Steve France, uh, and she was treeing coon after coon after coon. She's up in Ohio right now. Uh -huh. She's a lot like her mama. I was hunting both of them, and it it was too much to hunt them because one went one way and one went another, and yeah. the coons, are, they're not as plentiful as they are here. And if you walk two or three miles a night i mean it, it was a pretty rough so yeah. i just end up keeping i end up selling the the uh f the puppy didn't do anything wrong but mm -hmm. i just i couldn't hunt both yeah. of them yeah. not the way they were right so trenton tennessee i assume that's not too far from dyersburg so no, it's considered western tennessee yes, right so how and that's pretty flat there you're not yes, that sir. far off the river how does the uh, hunting here compare to that pretty similar where i hunt at it's like, i hunt a lot of top two ground and i hunt a lot of farmers ground and the farmers uh want the coons killed and we uh she gets a lot of coons uh -huh. brie gets a lot of coons and I think that's helped her more than anything. Yeah, they've had a lot of rain down here in the last several weeks. Did you get in a bunch of water this yes, week? Yes, sir, here? I did. She handles it good. And she don't cross. She won't cross water. She if she stalls out on a track, she'll blow out of there and find another one. Yeah. She won't if she can't touch. She's not going to cross it. Yeah. What what is, what is it? The, what do you would you say is her strongest suit? What's the what's the one thing that you like the most about her? I like to hear her load up and tree. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. about a hundred and twenty bark dog a oh, minute yeah. bark on yeah. the tree. 
Yeah. And she's got a gear in and she goes hard. Yeah. Well, Chris, I know uh, you've got a couple of your kids, or at least your daughter's here, yes, I think, and uh, they've got uh, her loaded up, and they're probably waiting on you, and it's uh, Sunday morning. We're trying to get packed up. Our crew is as well to, yes, to head back home, but it's been uh, coming down here. You didn't think you'd be sitting here this morning, no, I assume. Sir. I had no idea. But I uh, never dreamed this. Yeah, well, I, uh, I'm sure it's going to take a little time for it to sink in, but we appreciate you coming and, and want to extend our congratulations to you and, and uh, soak it up, and you're the champion. Yes, sir. And Bree is, I guess. Yes, so sir, Bree so. is. Bree is. <laughs> yeah. she, uh, she did real well this week. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll see you again. Yes, sir, we will. Thanks again to all of our guests on this episode, and I hope you all enjoyed this episode highlighting the 2023 UKC Winter Classic. Thanks for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. Be sure to give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on new episodes.